I cannot say enough about the spiritual battle that we are in every single day. This is an intense one. I just spent the last hour and a half praying deliverance prayers, binding prayers, soul tie prayers. I was going again through the list of people that I had had intimate relations with and one by one, name by name, breaking the ties. I already did this, but guess what? I was going through it again and I found more. So I just want to say that it's a daily battle against Satan. I want to be sure that I am cleaning out as much as I possibly can in my soul the evil that I have let in in my life. I am also looking at the family tree and the ancestry evil spirits that have come down either through curses on the family or through behaviors and things that my ancestors have done going through the process of forgiving them, going through the process of the prayers to alleviate addictive behaviors. Some are, um, let me see, I've got the form right here. Let me look. Let me look for you. I mean, this is serious stuff, y'all. We, we, you know, we don't need Satan helping us going to hell here. So there could be Suicide, sexual abuse, physical abuse, addictive behavior, substance abuse such as alcohol, food, and drugs, mental illness, unresolved grief, unforgiveness, like bitter roots of judgment. These could all be generational types of things. Infant death, miscarriage, stillborn, abortions, Um, you know, things that have been passed down, physical illness, satanic or occult involvement, fear and anxiety. There are a couple resources I want to share with you. So number one, I was praying all morning long with uh, Father Ripperger, R-I-P-P-E-R-G-E-R. He's an exorcist priest. I would highly recommend you going on YouTube and watching some of his videos or really, actually, you know, you watch the videos, but a lot of the time it's just pictures and it's usually audio recordings of homilies or some, you know, hour-long teachings that they have. But it's also of uh, on census fidelium, S-E-N-S-U-S-F-I-D-E-L-I-U-M, census fidelium. Just search Father Ripperger, exorcism priest, And get his book, which is Prayers for the Laity, Deliverance Prayers. You also, if you don't know or not, have, if you're married and or or have children, sacramentally, by the way, in the Catholic Church, you have power over your spouse. So if your spouse is not um, practicing, for example, you can pray prayers for that for that spouse of yours and for your children for deliverance of evil. And you can also just be, and also follow up with prayers of retaliation because those spirits are not going to be so happy with you praying for those other people in your family that you have authority over, so to speak. And if you are not, I repeat, this is critical. If you are not in a deep prayer life yourself, 
then I would recommend you do not pray for your spouse and for your children in that commanding authoritative prayer. You could still pray for them, but not in the, I command you to come out of my husband. I command you to come out, you know, and go to the foot of the cross, the Holy cross and receive your sentence, pour Jesus' precious blood on you. Those are going to come and attack you. So if you are not rooted in your prayer life, I would strongly recommend you do not do that. But I would get the book, Deliverance Prayers for the Lady, um, from Father Ripperger, Ripperger, sorry, I sometimes mispronounce his name. And then there's Father John Hampsch, H-A-M-P as in Paul, S-C-H, Prayer for the Healing of the Family Tree. And there's a couple of prayers, and there's another... Um, Monsignor John Essif, E-S-S-E-F-F, Sam Sam Frank Frank, and he has prayers for the healing of the family tree. So you can, you know, if you have your parents who are still around, um, you can also have them pray these prayers so that they can help break these generational bonds and that you don't pass it on. I'm pretty sure I have addiction. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that maybe even though it doesn't say it on the list, and this is my next step is getting into books about generational um, ancestral spirits and healing for the family tree so that I don't pass any down and I stop it here in my own life from even extended family. So I have stepchildren. I don't have um, biological children, but that's okay. Also, it works for adopted children. So, so don't think that you have to have this bloodline. Anyway, it's been an intense morning. Oh, and so I just want to reiterate every single day, it's a battle against Satan, good and evil. And Satan is consistently pulling us, tempting us, taunting us, and that is where we have to have all of the weapons available for us. Deliverance prayers, binding prayers, prayers of protection. That's why the um, Prayer for the Laity book is such a gem because you can do this any old time you want. You can carry that book with you. I actually downloaded it to my phone. So I have it available in my Kindle app and I can pull it up at any time saying, okay, I need a prayer of X and I'm going to go look it up here. It's, I'm going to tell you, it's not like this flowery, like la 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 la. This is such a great read. I mean, it cuts right to the chase. And uh, Father Ripperger, Ripperger just kind of goes in the beginning um, explaining what's happening and also explaining some of the things that I just told you, right? If you're going to, if you're going to pray these authoritative prayers and command spirits to leave, make sure you cover yourself with retaliation prayers and just read the book, familiarize yourself with the table of contents and what lays where and honestly pray them. You can pray them every day. I kept asking, God, do I have more? Do I have more that I need to think about? And who knows, maybe two days from now, I'll think of another person that I've had sex with or something. I mean, I had a horrific horrific promiscuity problem in my life. I had such a warped idea of what love was. I thought love was me being sexually attractive and desired by men. And in order for them to love me, I had to do things with them, right? 
that's so messed up. I now know differently, but for most of my life, I lived my life trying to be attractive to men and women. Not that I was sexually attracted to women, but I wanted women to think I was beautiful. I wanted their, them, them to look at me and be attracted to me and think I was pretty, right? Maybe sexy from the men's side, but women, I wanted to have this, this feeling for me as well. I'm telling you, the world and Satan and myself have been chipping away at my holiness my entire life. So let's say 42, 43 years of my life, I didn't understand anything other than what this world said. Go party hard, do a lot of drugs. If it feels good, do it. Go ahead and watch pornography, self-gratify, have sex before and during marriage. Just do whatever you want. Watch TV for countless hours. Don't think, don't ever have silence. Keep yourself entertained all the time. Don't forget to drink really hard and smoke pot so that you can chill out and relax because life is stressful. It's not supposed to be loving and peaceful. It's not supposed to be happy and joy-filled. Hello? Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Because with God, there is that given peace, that beautiful harmony, that day to day, you know, want and desire to please him and to be better and to be more sanctified and holier and live virtuous lives and love people because they don't know what real love is if they haven't found God. To bring Jesus Christ to the world, to bring as many souls to Jesus as I possibly can. That's the meaning of life. That is the daily battle. And that is where I am just trying every single day to push Satan down. In the name of Jesus Christ, there's power. We can push Satan away and bring more of God toward us. The more we go to God, the more God draws to us. So this is that epiphany moment for me, right? When I realized, oh my gosh, it's a daily battle for our souls. And I continuously am so grateful. I continue to go deeper and search more for more things and ways that I can make sure that I've got that long extended, you know, attachment to my vacuum cleaner. And I am getting into the little cracks and crevices of my soul and sucking those guys out that I let in unbeknownst to me and some known to me, right? I mean, I was playing with the Ouija board. I I pretty much knew that wasn't real smart, but I did it anyway. Again, not knowing the, the, the true spiritual battle. Our lives are not being bat battled here with people on the earth. It's the, it's the principalities and the spirits. If you just took a moment to think about how many spirits are running around trying to attack you and how many angels and your guardian angel and all the saints are trying to fight for you, God as well. I I can't even, I'm so happy we don't see it (laughs) because I think we would be scared to death. But maybe it would be good if we did see it because then maybe we would not sin and realize how horrible vice is in our lives when we don't forgive other people. That's a vice. 
That's not of God. That's Satan putting resentment and ill feelings and emotions in your body. Satan has access to your thought, not to your thoughts, to your emotions and your memory. So he will stir up your memory. He'll even mess with you in your dreams and you will feel these emotions. That's why we try to say that the spiritual inner life isn't about emotions. It's about continuing to be virtuous, to pray, to surrender to God, no matter whether we feel him present in our lives, whether we've been given those little consolation candies, right? When you truly feel God in your life and that peace and that calmness, because those times will go away. We will be in desolation and we will be in the desert at times. And I was reminded by my priest that those are the times that we will grow in sanctifying grace, and we will become holier. So it's not about the emotions, and a lot of the emotions that we feel are not from God. You're worthless. You're not good enough. You're fat. You're ugly. Nobody loves you. God doesn't love you. He's not going to forgive you. These types of things are not God. That's Satan. So this just goes to show how prevalent he is in our lives. He's always there, <laughs> always there. Okay, this is a long one, but an important one. I'm sorry it's late. I know a lot of you want this first thing in the morning so you can kind of put Jesus on together and walk together. But let's be aware. Go get books. Read the Unbound book, again, by Neil Lozano. I think that that is almost, um, and I don't mean to belittle it, but it's almost like deliverance and healing 101. I consider it a calm way of, and a loving way to go to the Father for forgiveness of others and the power of Jesus Christ's name through the five keys. It definitely, definitely helped me. But Father Ripperger's book took me a level deeper. And now I'm also getting into the family tree and the ancestral spirits that have come down into my life, even though they, I may not have witch curses or, um, you know, Freemasonry or things like that in my bloodline. I do know that there's been addiction, there's been adultery, um, addicting behaviors, those things I know just in my, you know, one or two levels alcoholism, for example, has been prevalent throughout my, my family. Anyway, that being said, I'm heading in that direction because I want to, again, fight with every weapon I can, especially now when I don't have the Blessed Sacrament in the Holy Eucharist right now, or Mass, the most beautiful prayer. I feel I need to continue to, you know, figure out what other tools am I missing in my arsenal against Satan? What other weapons do I not have? Do I have guns with no bullets in it? Because I want to load those. I want to fire them as much as I can. And I also want to say, if you have confession by you, please check outside of your parish, outside of your diocese. I have people that are in the neighboring diocese that live closer to my diocese, but they didn't know that there was confession available. So check around, look at the bulletins, look at the websites, call some friends, some other people to see what's out there because there's a lot of creativity. And at the very least, we want to be forgiven of our sins. Sin, sin, sin. I'm telling you, it, it kills us. It kills us. And I want you to start taking the sinful behavior 
really, really strong to heart because that's just another stronghold for Satan to get in, especially mortal sin. So let's also try to tap into fasting, tap into bodily mortification, ways in which you can control your body and fight the desires. Remember, three things fight against our holiness, our body and our bodily desires and our urges, Satan, as we know, all around us, messing with our emotions, putting these horrible thoughts into our head, stirring up memories, especially of the bad things we did, the guilt, the shame, the regret. And then, of course, the world. And the world is so messed up. You can see evil everywhere. And it's saying it's okay. What was bad and immoral behavior is now okay and The world is saying that's the good things now. It's completely flipped upside down. That is why this is called reality reflections. Because the reality is everything that I thought was good and okay to do in life turns out was absolutely the opposite, flipped upside down. All right, this is a long one. Sorry, everyone. But it was a deep morning. And you know, I'm raw. I share it all. So here you go fight today. Get that book. Go through Unbound. Do whatever you can to heal your former wounds, former sins that you have done in your life, because God is all loving, all kind, all merciful, and just wants you to come to him. Go to confession. Go often. Even their venial sins. I'm not going because of mortal sins anymore. I am now more aware of My venial sins, my, you know, kind of rash judgments when I look at someone or my thoughts that aren't pure or giving into my body and not having control over drinking. That's still a battle that I have. Overeating is still a battle that I have. And don't forget every day, please examine your day. If it's the next morning, that's fine. If it's the night before, even better because it'll be more fresh in your mind. But review your day where you were walking with God, where you heard God, where you stopped at that temptation and you called out to God, or when you decided that you were going to override everything and your plans were not going to be derailed or sidetracked and you just ignored the Holy Spirit promptings and did your thing. All right, everyone, put Jesus on. Jesus Christ is the protection for the day. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the spirit of whatever it is, and I command you to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus to give you your sentence and to pour his precious blood on you. Get those thoughts and those spirits of fear, anxiety, worry, temptation, lust, all of that. Get it out. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) All right, I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day. Take care. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, 
ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.